All right, everybody, on top five tonight, we got a good one. We're doing our favorite Judas Priest songs. Welcome to Top Five with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co starring. Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm the metal god. You were more like the throw-up god after last week's episode. That is true. That is, unfortunately. We, just so you know, the response from last week's squeal, what was it, squeals and splatters episode has been off the charts. I've gotten so many emails, messages on Instagram, messages on Facebook, on YouTube. It's been insane most people don't believe the story can you please tell everyone not only was that the story i might have downplayed it a little i think you did i i think it was i i thought it was an ambulance night and in retrospect i think i should i should have went to the hospital that night well my wife almost went to, into the mental institution that's for sure your sink looks so bad <laughs> i have nightmares about what your sink look like why my sink? That's what I want to know. Why? And you first of all, you missed the sink the first few few shots, and then why the sink? I wasn't gonna make it to the toilet. I was um I was throwing up in my hand. You already I missed four times. You already missed four times. You might as well miss five and get it in the toilet. No. In rec yeah, in retrospect, that I agree. The sink was the, the sink was worse than the floor because we had to pick the chunks out with the fork. Oh, let's not even talk about it. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, I, again, everyone, thank you so much for your your kind words, giving me sympathy. People have been like, they can't believe that I put up with you, Ernie. That's the response I've been getting. I've got no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> but you did send me a beautiful platter, like I spoke about. We were actually eating some of the stuff from it tonight. Very, very nicely done. I know it wasn't you, it was Colleen. It's my wife, yes. Uh, so we, we we got a great one tonight. I I actually even asked you if we did this one already. I'm surprised we haven't done it. We're gonna list our top five Judas Priest songs. But I know, of course, as always, there's some Ernie rules. What do we got tonight, Ern? I took off all the huge hits, and and you want to know something? They Judas Priest never had a, a hit single at no. all. Right. Uh, you've got another thing coming was like hit the top hundred, never even hit the top forty, and that's the closest wow. we got. Uh, well, anyway, here's the, here's the songs we decided to take off. Uh, oh, by the way, that last song, keep you, it. You want me? Not, you want me not to take it off? Don't take that one off. I'm using okay. it. Okay. Uh, breaking the law, living after midnight, heading out to the highway. You've got another thing coming. Love bites, and some heads are gonna roll cannot be taken yeah it's a good list i mean it, it's crazy to say that they don't have a hit song which is nuts but uh 
Yeah, those are all songs. Obviously, they're great songs. I don't know if I would have chosen any one of those anyway, just because they're so mainstream. But yeah, those are obviously all great songs. This was a, this was harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought right off the top of my head, oh, I know my my priest songs. I know the albums I love, and I went to those albums. And there's a lot more priest I love than I realize. I mean, I I, I like priest a lot. Priest. Someone asked me recently. I think I put a poll on uh, Instagram just to make uh, ask me questions and stuff. And someone said, "What's my favorite metal band?" A metal's a weird, you know. What's what is metal considered? You know what I mean? And in my mind. Priest is probably my favorite metal band. What about you, Ern? Probably my number two favorite metal band. Who's first, Maiden? Sabbath. And we can and we could do an argument whether Sabbath is metal because I think a lot of Sabbath is not metal. I know I'm in the minority here, and I don't think the first album is metal at all. Yeah, I mean. I don't know what metal is. I mean, obviously, Priest, I think, is metal. Maiden is metal. It's so hard to subcategorize these these things. But if I think of metal, the first band that comes to my brain is Priest. That's what I think of as metal. You know what I mean? I don't think of Metallica as metal. I think of them as thrash. You know what I mean? I know they're metal as well, but there's all these subgenres. You know what I mean? But isn't thrash just fast? Yeah, metal? It's, th- it's thrash metal. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, again, I'm I'm curious to hear someone's opinion on what metal means. What 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 are you know? Give me ten metal bands. I'm curious to see if I agree with all of them being metal. There's a lot of uh, argument with Priest now because they've finally gotten the whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that they should have been in a long time ago, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's so terrible." They haven't, but they never had a hit single. I. I kind of see the other side. I love them. I love Judas Priest more than most other other groups. In the, they're in my top five favorite groups of all time. But I do understand where many people wouldn't even know who they are. They've never had a song on the radio. Yeah, but that might that doesn't mean people don't know who the, who they are just because the song isn't on the radio. Just because they never had a top forty hit, you know that metal back in the 80s when priest came out and stuff even throughout the throughout the 80s that kind of metal was never mainstream right did does maiden have a top 40 hit no 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 way so may i mean maiden I, everyone knows who maiden is i mean again rock people not i'm not knows knows who they are doesn't know any of the some a lot of people don't know any of the songs it might you might be right you might be right. Again, that's that might be an argument for a different time, but I, I obviously consider Priest metal, and I would think they're my favorite metal band, especially after going through the list today. There's a there's a lot of Priest I don't love and know. I don't know Priest like the back of my hand, but there's so much that I love. There's a couple of Priest albums that I, I that I've never heard. I never heard the very first album. Yeah, I never go to rock rock and roller, and yeah, I, I never know. heard. I never listened to Ram It Down. Yeah, I mean, I saw the Ram It Down tour, but I don't know if I can name it a song on Ram It Down. You're right. I don't think I, I listened to any Priest album after Painkiller all the way through. No, me either. Painkiller might have been the last that I know, but I've heard other stuff. You know, Priest has been steady, steadily kicking ass, you know, all these years, but they're still good live. Almost a whole new band, new guitar players and stuff, but Halford still sounds good. You know, Halford is what I think of as a metal singer, too. 
I mean, Bruce Dickinson too. I'm not, I'm not a Maiden fan, but I, I get it. I All love, right. I love Halford. Our top five Judas Priest songs of all time. What do you got, Aaron? Number five. Uh, from uh, one of my two favorite Priest albums, um, Beyond the Realms of Death. From Stained Class, 1978. Yeah. Matter of fact, 1978 is seems to be the official year for my choices, pretty much. Oh, really? You yeah. love that? That's a great record for you? Wait, what's the other record that year? Um, oh. Sin After Sin? No, Hellbent for Leather. Oh, Hellbent for Leather, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my favorite priest. Those two albums is love it and beyond the realms of death is a very interesting song where it's a story about somebody who's pretty much catatonic but kind of by choice because the world is so disgusting and monstrous it's it's a ballad and then it becomes super heavy it has one of my favorite solos in any brief song it's, it's great and it's staying class is such a great album it's so funny like age is so important with everything we do in life right age those are your two records probably from 78 right yeah you're four or five years older than me my two records or you know even three i know this is probably sacrilege to even say but i'm i you know i obviously i love older priests too but i love screaming for vengeance i love defenders of the faith I even love Turbo. I know people don't like it, but I was a hair metal guy then too. So Turbo kind of touched a, a nerve for me that I liked. I liked Turbo a lot. So it's funny. Four or five years later is where my meat of priests usually is. It's a, I, Screaming for Vengeance is a great album. Yeah, so good. My, might be my favorite priest record. What's your favorite priest record? I just said it's either Stained Class or Hellbent for Leather. Yeah. I think it's Hellbent for Leather. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I have one from Hellbent. I'm, I, I went with. Um, not. I'm still might be changing it uh, as we go, but it, as of right now, it's on my list. No, good start. Good start. Great record. Great song. Um, yeah, I mean that that era of Priest is definitely where they were probably hitting their heaviest stride then and stuff. You know, obviously not besides the newest Priest because that stuff is really heavy. But uh, great stuff. All right, so I'm going to start. It's newer. But it's probably even it's probably heavier than where you went. Me being a drummer, this song, even though it's a mainstream priest song, I guess if you consider it mainstream and people might not think of it as top five. But when I heard this as a drummer at the time, priest just got a new drummer, uh, Travis Scott, I think is believe his name is. And when I heard this intro, you know, I sat and tried to learn it for, you know, a week. I had to have this intro down and I got to go starting off with painkiller.
Priest came out with the new drummer on fire, super heavy, heavier than really what they've ever done up until this point. Yeah, that was their uh, the closest they ever got to Thresh. Yeah. They did one super heavy song back in 77. And let me, I'm checking if it's on my list. It's an honorable mention. But except for that one song, yes, uh, the whole Painkiller album, particularly the song Painkiller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't love the whole record, but I do love that song. Again, more so because of the, the drumming in it. The drumming, me being a drummer, I still teach kids to this day that song. I taught people back then. It's just a, a it's a one of the most killer drum intros of all time. Have you ever heard uh, Rob Halford do that song with live with uh, baby metal? No. Who's baby metal? Oh, you don't know baby metal. You're going to have to look this up on your own on YouTube. Is baby, in, is, baby, is baby metal a band or a, like a genre? It's a band. You're, you're in for a treat tonight. Trust me. I'm going to insert that right now. You, you go, go in blind. Just look up baby metal. With Rob Halford. Okay. What, from what year? Um, I think they did this live about five years ago. Nice. Okay. I, I will check it out. Back to you, Aaron. Number four. Number four. Uh, my newest song on the list. Fever. Like I was in a cell. I captured part as well. Surrounded by despair. What's Fever from? Screaming. Yeah. That's your newest song. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's, it's probably my new. Oh, I got one honorable mention actually from Turbo, but we'll get to that later. Um, Yeah. Fever has my favorite Judas Priest moment, Um, but it's way like four or five minutes into the song. There's a bridge part that is my absolute favorite Judas Priest moment. But um. So destiny has brought us all so close together. That part is I, I, is my favorite Judas Priest moment. Period. I gotta go back and listen to it. Gotta revisit it. I don't. I don't remember it as well as I should, considering I like screaming so much. It's the song right after. Uh, you've got another thing coming. I will. I will revisit. It's an interesting choice for you, Ernie. I don't like. Oh, no, first. What? 
First baby metal. Then Did Halford do Fever with baby metal too? <laughs> Does he do Old Priest with baby metal? Painkiller, and I think they might have did one other song together. <laughs> I don't even don't even tell me any more details. I was about to ask you why they called baby metal, but I'm assuming I'm going to find out as soon as I hear it. Once you see them with Rob Halford, you're going to be so, so entranced. You're going to look up baby metal even by themselves. Send, and you're, you're going to enjoy the ride. Send me the perfect link to start with. I don't want to start in the wrong place. All right. <laughs> All right. My number four is the exact opposite of Painkiller. This is Priest at its absolute poppiest. Most real Priest fans absolutely condemn this record, saying it was pure garbage and hair metal and pop metal, whatever the hell you want to call it. But to me, Turbo was a great record. Yeah, it's Priest at its softest, but it's all very catchy tunes. And this song was originally on Ernie's list. And I forced him to remove it. And I'm not sure it was why it was on his list. I, I guess it was considered a, a hit for Priest because it was a video, I think. But I'm going to go with Parental Guidance from Turbo. on your wrist your, your list originally it was a hit single i mean it was on compilations even not judas priest compilations just a hard rock hair metal compilations they threw that song from judas priest on was it in a movie too maybe i don't know I feel like but it was there, there was a song that was supposed to be in the movie top gun that um, it turned out that Judas Priest um said no at the last second. What song? It, it is from Turbo. It's in my audible mentions. Um, Reckless. Really? Why they Priest said no? I don't remember the details, but it didn't work out. And then um, Kenny uh, Loggins had to do Danger Zone instead. Oh, <laughs> turned out good for the Top Gun soundtrack. I think. I think Danger Zone was a bigger hit than Reckless. <laughs> well, who knows what could have happened though? Yeah, you're right. Good point. All right, come on, back to you, number three. Ah, uh, this is a this is a great one. Uh, victim of changes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs>
It was originally two songs. I don't, I only found this out recently. Um, I'm uh, watching uh, something called a reaction video. Yeah. When some stranger that never listened to the group before listens to like these old rock songs. I, I love this stuff, by the way. Me too. I love those reaction videos. I love them. Only if they, if it's a true reaction, like yes. they really never heard it before. And it's like my favorite songs from when I was a kid. So entertaining. I'm surprised that's something you should be doing. You should be doing reaction videos like with your kids or something with all the songs that you know in your crazy mind of yours. You should be doing reaction videos with people. That would have been that would have been your you missed your calling, Ernie. When you first approached me about a podcast, I didn't even know there were podcasts. You were talking about a YouTube show. My original uh uh what do you want to call it? image what i thought we were going to do was actually reacting videos oh really well, yeah. what, what like what we just talked about like a re real reaction video yeah have you ever watched a show called lost in vegas no um it's a it's a reaction video show it's two guys from las vegas obviously and it is so entertaining they uh they listen to all this heavy metal stuff they've never listened to heavy metal before it's, it's it, that would but it would never work with me and you. I can't imagine there's a lot of stuff out there that not only do, are we open-minded enough to uh, to listen to, but that we don't know. What you think there is? We'd have, to, but we could never do it to each other. We'd have to have a third party do it to us. Yeah. Well, we we did the show. <laughs> exactly. This is better. But a reaction video, you playing songs for other people, I would I would tune into that. Well, I've been doing that show, just not recording it for forty years now. <laughs> no, I've been I've been a contestant on that show many and many times. <laughs> Literally, I mean, I know I told the story a hundred times. I tell it in my book. I, I tell it everywhere. When I first met Ernie, obviously I was in the band Playground, and Ernie was our quasi manager, and to you know there's no internet no cell phones none of that stuff so to tell fans about our shows and upcoming shows and appearances whatever we were doing we had a newsletter and a mailing list and the mailing list we had you know hundreds and thousands of names on this mailing list and we would write a newsletter about our upcoming shows and all the things happening with the band and so on and so forth and we would send them to all the all the people on the mailing list but we decided we said you know what to save money because <laughs> we were a starting band we were broke we said let's hand deliver as many of these as we possibly can so i got partnered with ernie and i think really that's where we became really good friends i got part partnered with ernie <clears throat> and we would drive around our neighborhoods in brooklyn and deliver hundreds and hundreds of newsletters to people's mailboxes, not random people, people on our mailing list or people we already knew. And we'd have them in some kind of weird order and we'd go, I'd run out to the mailbox and Ernie would be waiting for me in the car, driving me around because I was too young to even drive yet. And Ernie would always be force feeding me songs after songs after songs. What's some of the stuff, do you remember, Ern, 
what's some of the stuff you introduced me to during those rides? I think a lot of Beatles, uh, a lot of Prince. Definitely Prince. I don't think it was Beatles yet. Beatles was later. Beatles when we is when we started to do vacations and stuff, I think. Maybe I don't think Carpenters, it was Beatles Carpenters yet. It came later too. Carpenters was later too. It was definitely Prince. I don't know what else. But a lot of stuff. And he would always, if you, if I, if I ever, if he played a song and I would say, oh, I know, I know that song. Ernie was infamous to go, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> he would change the song. And I would be listening to it like, Ernie, I'm listening to that song. Why are you changing it? That's not Ernie's MO. He would want to introduce you to a new song that you've never heard or a new TV show you never saw or a new movie you never saw or a book you read. And he wanted your reaction. That's why I thought the reaction videos for you would be so great because you love introducing people to new things. I have a confession to make and I haven't told anybody this ever in my life. I mean, this is a, I've been holding this in for 30, over 30 years now. I've never told anybody this. The, um, the idea to go save the money was my idea. And this was my plan all along. <laughs> I believe it. I'm telling you this. I know there's nothing you rather do than have someone captive, which you basically had me captive for, for five, six hours at a time while we did this, and be able to play the music. I know even when you come over, you're in my backyard, and you got Spotify on, and you're playing it through through my speakers, and you, you, yo, you ever hear this? Hey, what's this? You ever hear this? What's this? What's this? <laughs> I know what you love to do. You can't fool me. And before Spotify, I would always be traveling with a bunch of CDs. By oh, look what I got in my pocket! Oh, <laughs> look what I oh! You haven't heard the shit? What a coincidence! Let me put this on for you. Here's the, let's drive around the block a couple more times. <laughs> yep. No, but listen, it's great. I, I give you credit, even in the book, to you really not introducing me to the Beatles, but making me discover my love for the Beatles. I always knew the hit Beatles, you know, that everyone knew, Hold Your Hand and Eight Days a Week and so on and so forth. But you introduced me to the to Rubber Soul and Revolver and, you know, Abbey Road, all the deep stuff, all the, the White Album and, you know, Little Piggies and all that stuff. <laughs> I definitely never heard Little Piggies before, uh, before you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Back to me. Number three. So this uh, this is off one of your records here, Ernie. This one I'm going to go with. Hmm, do I go with this? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. I, it's a weird it's a weird choice, and I almost didn't pick it, but I always go back to it. It kind of doesn't even have a chorus, and it's it's from Hell Bent for Leather, and I gotta go with the Green Manalishi. this song I, I just always loved it 
it's weird. It's it's not even that hooky. I just always liked it. With the two-pronged crown. <laughs> Which, can you tell me what the song is about? Oh, that's um, one of the uh, statues showing um, the devil. The green man, at least with the two-pronged crown. Is that true? You remember the movie Omen 2? Yeah. Oh, that statue? Yeah. Really? I never knew that. You know, me, me being a Kiss fan, I was never a deep lyric lyricist. So uh, the Green Man Alicia, I, you know, speaking of the Green Man, <laughs> we always go back to the vomit incident. Green Man <laughs> Alicia, could, we could have been playing that during that. <laughs> Did you know that that song is a remake? I, I didn't. From who? Fleetwood Mac. It's not the Fleetwood Mac that, that, um, that before the girls joined the band. And it's the same song? Yeah. Really? Ernie, are you telling the truth? Judas Priest, until Johnny Be Good, they chose great, they chose great covers. Johnny Be Good is my is my number one, by the way. No, I'm kidding. Um, th there's a cover song on Sin After Sin. There's a cover song on Stained Class, and there's a cover song on Hellbent for Leather, the one you mentioned. What's the, the cover? What's the cover song on Sin After Sin? Diamonds and Rust. Who's that by? John Baez. Really? I, that's what on my what's my honorable mention. Diamonds and Rust. I have. And on Stained Class, uh, Better by You, Better Than Me is also a cover. Who's that? I love that song too. Who's that? Spooky Tooth. That's oh, well, the name. <laughs> wait, what's that second word? S Spooky Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name! Oh. It's, that might be the name That's of this episode. Back, <laughs> I had, I really had no idea that they did so many covers. But that's brilliant. It's covers that they made their own, and nobody knew that they were covers. Nope. The, the only Johnny B. Good was an actual hit for the original person as well. What and what the priest did that for? What the Johnny B. Good soundtrack, right, or something? That was never on our official priest record, right? It might be on Ramadan, but I'm not oh, sure. I don't remember either. All right, Aaron, back to you, number two. We're moving. No doctor, no Billy, big head Billy, no DeVito. We're flying. All right. My number two is going to be a weird choice. I think somewhere in some alternate universe, this is a huge hit. When I listen to this song, it sounds just like the songs that were huge on the radio at the, at the time it came out. I don't know why it wasn't a hit, but Evening Star. That's a good song. I traveled to a distant shore. Felt I had to go An inner voice had called me there But why I did not know I saw the evening sky rise up Shouting out to see And now I understand the last one in me I don't know yeah, why. I mean, yeah. well, what's on the radio at that time that that's similar to that? Uh, Hot Child in the City. Uh, oh, what, what the heck? Undercover Angel. Uh, 
uh, Pina Colada song is around that time. It's just, I know ah, Pina Colada doesn't yeah, really sound I mean, good. I'm, I'm, well, no, it's, I, I mean it. It's, it is pop, though. Yeah. I don't, I guess. It's, I mean, it, you know, Priest, you're never going to get the hits back then with Priest from, because of their image, Halford's voice. It's just, they're not radio friendly. That song was, in my opinion, though. But again, right away, it's Halford's voice that's not radio friendly. I love it, but it's very distinct. It's abrasive for radio, I think. Kind of like yours, Ernie. I'm perfect for radio. Got a great face for radio. <laughs> no, you're slimming, and look at you now. You're all buff from, from the incident. I, I can't. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number two, I'm, I'm going to go, I got to go back to one of my favorite records again. I, I had to relook at your list seven times to make sure this wasn't on your list. I don't know why it wasn't. I guess it wasn't a hit. In my mind, it's one of Priest's biggest songs, Electric Eye. Always loved it. Uh, surprised it didn't make your list, but I'm glad it didn't because I, I had to go at it. Always loved that song. Again, Screaming is is just, you know, top to bottom, my favorite Priest record. Hellion into Electric Eye is just so good. Electric Eye is a, is a great song. And I was so young when I first heard that song that I actually thought the group had two singers. What year is, is Screaming? 82 or 3? 82. And Defenders is 83 or 84? 84. But that's the next record. Yeah. And then Turbo's next, 86? Yeah. So two years apart. Interesting back then, two years apart. Most bands were doing a little stuff a little faster than that. Well, not every band, but it was some bands. Up to that point, they, Priest was doing one year yeah. until, until between Screaming and Defenders. Who are the, who's the producers on those records, you know? I don't know Priest producers. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm curious to see uh, if, because sometimes records were delayed because of the uh, unavailability of a, a certain producer they, that they wanted to work with. That, you know, that had a lot to do with the Def Leppard stuff and I think even ACDC stuff. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see if Priest had the same producer during those years and they wanted to wait for him. I had to go back and look. All right. I, I don't know how we're, I, this is record timing. We are, Already at our number one favorite Judas Priest song of all time, minus, of course, the Ernie Rules hits. Let's recap what Ernie's got so far. Number five, Beyond the Realms of Death. Number four, Fever. Number three, The Victim of Changes. Number two, Evening Star. And your number one song, hold on, you said it was on Hellbent? Yeah. Should I try to guess? Yeah, why not? As I said, we're, we're going so fast. We're gonna does, it, does it lead off the record? No. Oh, then I don't know. 
It's almost at the end of it. It's a ballad, by the way. Before the dawn? Yeah. Hmm. Before the dawn I hear you whisper very very pretty very interesting ernie very pretty very serious as far as um and it's got a story that anybody to be in love with somebody to be with them but your real fear is are they going to be there tomorrow i mean that's, who who doesn't understand that that fear when you're in love that's deep bro <laughs> Yeah, no, I, again, I don't know it that well. I wish I knew it better to, to comment on it. I don't know the song that well. I know the record pretty well, but <clears throat> you definitely went deep, if you know what I mean. No, I'm only kidding. Ballads, believe it or not, if anything, if I had to choose one type of song, I would choose a ballad over anything else. I had to be careful not to uh, pick nothing but ballads at once. Wow. Yeah, it was, it, it was getting bad. <clears throat> Damien and I, speaking of ballads at a band that has great ballads, Coming up, we got to do Scorpions. Scorpions will be a fun one because they have a really diverse catalog. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, great choice. I liked, I love that song. Again, Priest is one of those bands too. I think, I think my early on in my musical life, my brother was a big Priest fan and got me into Priest a lot. But I always heard him listening to stuff or I, I had a mixed, I remember I had a mixed Priest tape for a long time. And it's same thing happened to me with Zeppelin. I, when I first got into Zeppelin and Priest, I had mixed tapes of these bands, so I never knew the names of the freaking songs. Priest a lot is a lot like Zeppelin in that in that that aspect where they don't really say the names of the songs in their choruses a lot. Zeppelin never does. Priest does, but not always. So there's a lot of songs I know, but I don't know the names of. Zeppelin doesn't even have choruses a lot of the time. exactly. <laughs> All right, we are up to my number one. Let's recap. Number five, the drum crazy song, Painkiller. Number four, the exact opposite, the pop smash, Parental Guidance off a turbo. Number three, the green Manalishi. I'm so glad I know it's that statue now. That's great. Number two, Electric Eye, which I always put Hellion with it. I'm going to put Hellion with it. Hellion Electric Eye. 
And my number one favorite Judas Priest song. This is not always my number one, but today I listening. Don't, I don't. I don't. I don't get the, the guess. Oh, you want to? Uh, do you want? Do you want to hear the record it's on? Or if I uh, if I tell you the record, I have a feeling you'll get it right away. Um, you want to guess before the record or not? I mean, it's one of the. I'll, I'll give you. It's one of the records that I said was my meat. Okay. Uh, and if you miss it, I'll get. I'll give you the exact record. Turbo Lover. No, it is a good song, but it's off Defenders. Uh, Jawbreaker. Sentinel. No. Nope. Free Wheel Burning. I just love the back and forth with the vocals and the guitar. It's just, to me, it's ex when I think of Priest, I think of Free Will. Free Will Burning. You know what I mean? I just, that's what I think of all the time. It's not, is it my, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's what I always, that's what I think of when I think of Priest. When I think of Maiden, I think of, you know, that type of stuff. It's it just immediately reminiscent. If I'm going to show someone who's Judas Priest, I'll show them Free Will Burning. It's a great song. All right, what do we got? For, we got some honorable mentions. What do you got? I got too many honorable mentions. Uh, from Sin After Sin, Diamonds and Rust, okay. Last Rose of Summer, and Dissident Ag Aggressor. All from that album. Yeah, Diamonds and Rust made mine. Um, from Stained Class, I got Exciter and Savage. <clears throat> Savage. Keep in mind, Savage came out um, six, no, four years before Run to the Hills. Wow. And Run to the Hills, um, it's about the same topic. And everybody's like, oh, Iron Maiden, what, right. what an original, unique idea. Right. I and think it's funny, I think in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things, Maiden might have passed Priest in popularity and influence and all that stuff, but I always thought of Priest as the fathers of that stuff, and then Maiden was after, right? Yeah, but the whole you, idea of Run to the Hills, where um, um, people, right. civilized people, you know, people calling themselves civilized, going to uh, America and basically doing harm when they're sure. Priests did it in, in Savage, and I, I think they did it better than Run to the Hills. Do you agree? It's a more interesting song. Do you? I don't know Savage, and I mean I don't like Run to the Hill, so I'm going to have to agree with you. But uh, 
Do you think priest, do you think Maiden surpassed priest in popularity? Yeah, but it's not, it's not more music. It's more uh, the way they tour. Agreed. They are with, with their fans. So it, it, here's an easier question. If they toured together, would it be a co-headlining tour or would, pre, would Maiden headline? I, 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 think, I think Maiden is more popular in the world. Yeah, I do too, which is an absolute shame because the priest's body of work, complete, to me, completely destroys Maiden's body of work. There's something interesting that Maiden does. Um, the problem with groups that have been around for 20, 30 years is you put out a new album. When you go on tour, a tour is supposed to support the new album. However, most people are going to hear the old Of course, hits. of course. So many groups are stuck. What to do? Maiden has the answer. They've, they've solved it. They go on tour, two separate tours every time they come out with an album. One time as a greatest hit tour, and a second time they go out again to support the album. So they've answered this question. Do, <laughs> do they? Is that really what they do? Yeah. Now it's I, I, one. I had no idea they did that. Number two, I wonder if you analyze it. What are the sales like? Do people only go to the greatest hits tour, or do they go to both? Or I don't know, but they've been doing it for a while now. It's they they figured it out somehow. <laughs> this uh... yeah, I mean, it, it, I I got to tell you, you know, I, I always go back to bands that I like. The only enough's enough would have been one of them, but they haven't put out new music in a while that that I really enjoyed without um, Donnie in the band. But uh, the only band to, for me in my my rock fandom that consistently puts out a great new record and incorporates it into their live show is Striper. Every one of the last four or five Striper records have been outstanding and they every time that i've seen them over the last five years there's at least three three new striper songs in the in the set list well they but what happens when when they finally one day record an album that is not as good yeah well i think they'll nobody, nobody can keep it going forever no not i well i think you know i think what they do is they initially start do they support the record they'll do three three of two or three new songs right from the record and then after that record is is a year or two old they'll see what stuck. If any of the songs stuck with the fans and kind of became, oh, this could be another classic, they'll keep it in. If not, they're all gone. They stay with the old classics and they'll try it again with the new record. Nice. Does Maiden do the whole new record every time? I don't know. I, I got to look it up. But they do tour twice every time they release an album. That's pretty cool. Also, they have their own plane and their own pilot, so it's, it's, it's a little convenient. Well, that's another thing they did to, to save money. They bought their own plane, and the singer got a pilot's license. So that, smart. Financially, it's genius. <laughs> Ernie, why didn't Playground ever do this? Oh, we, I think we tried. It was a bus, but we tried something <laughs> similar. Well, we had a bus, and we had the, our, the football coach drive the bus, and we sold alcohol on the bus. I don't think it, was a good, it wasn't a good business model. <laughs> we thought about buying and driving, but who's going to – Stay sober to drive the thing. Right. Who would have been the driver? Not, not, not me, not you. I was too young to drive. You weren't driving anywhere. I know Tommy wasn't driving anywhere. So, or he, maybe he was not legally anyway. We would all be like, not it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the rest of my auto. <coughs> here. I think Go. I got some this year. Uh, I mentioned Exciter and Savage already. Uh, 
from Hellbent for Leather, the song Hellbent for Leather. Of course. Yeah, that's another song that I thought was going to be on your list, too. It, as I said, it's an honorable mention. I, here's an interesting one. Well, I think it's interesting. The Rage from British Steel. I don't know it that well. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, what else do I got here? Uh, I got a song from Screaming for Vengeance called Take These Chains. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Cost God. I, I put this in the same category. Oh, I was going to, you know what? If I would have remembered, yeah. that might have made my list. It would have definitely made my, my honorable mentions. Just like Evening Star. Yeah. Some universe, this should have been a hit single. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That seems even more mainstream than Evening Star. But yeah. But again, it's, I think it's Halford's voice that makes it not mainstream. Me, for me, you know, for me, uh, one of my favorite priest albums again it's it's right before my you know trio of favorite records but it's right off the same you know it's cut cut from the same cloth as the other three right before 1981 what to me one of the most underrated priest albums no one ever talks about point of entry i know it's it's not one of the most you know sought after priest records but one of the songs on there that i always liked always loved on my honorable mentions that no one ever talks about don't go Love it. Always love that song. Um, obviously, heading, heading out to the highway. Desert Plains is great. I mean, even Hot Rockin' is great. But there's so many there's so many good songs on that record. Nobody ever talks about it. I don't know why. I like Solar Angels, too. Yeah. It's just a solid record. And that's right before Screaming, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. That's back when they released an album every every year. Right. Inventory was 81, Screaming for Vengeance 82. British Steel was 80. Um, right. Hope for Leather, kind of, it's hard to just tell you. 79? Well, it came out in America in 79, but I think it was yeah. released in 78. Gotcha. Yeah. Not, I, I had Diamonds and Rust. Speaking of British Steel, I had uh, Metal Gods. I mean, if that doesn't say Priest, what does? I almost uh, put Glinder on my own. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but when I. You know what I want to tell you about Grinder? I hear most of Under the Blade by Twisted Sister. Oh yeah. The song Grinder. Yeah. What year is Grinder? 80. And what Under the Blade's 81? 82. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's after. Half of Under the Blade, half the songs on that album sound like they all come from the song Grinder, the music. I, I gotta tell you, after we did our our uh, Twisted Sister episode, I went on a great. That's why, again, I say it every week, say it all the time. The reason why I love doing these episodes is it's to reminisce, it's to talk, it's to hang out with you and not in person. Thank God, uh, it's 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 to, it's to talk about stuff. When the hell are we ever gonna sit down for an hour and talk Judas Priest? Never, and we never have, and we never, probably never will again. But this opens up my floodgates. Now I'm going to go on a Judas Priest kick for the next week, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. I, I went on that kick when, when we did the Twisted Sister episode with Mendoza and um, and Eddie. And not that I not that I discovered anything that I didn't know already, but I rediscovered and and reappreciated like some of this Priest stuff, all the stuff you were naming. I know of it, and I've heard it before. But I don't know it like the back of my hand. I, you know, I listen to Kiss all day long. So I gotta, when I now, when it, when it gives me the excuse, now I'm gonna go back, probably in, not maybe not in order, but go back, listen to some older priest and just go straight through and appreciate all that stuff again. 
It's amazing. What's the live record again? Unleash the East. East. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great record too. Yep, great. Yeah, I mean, I had Diamonds and Rust too. I had some others, but we covered most of the stuff that I loved. So if you had to pick one Priest record, we might not ever do Priest records. So what's your Priest record? It's going to either be Stained Class or Hellbent for Leather, but I think I'm going to choose Hellbent for Leather. Yeah, and I would. I got to go Screaming for Vengeance, I think. It's it's good. Yeah. A lot of the songs in Screaming for Vengeance do sound similar, though. It's a metal, it's a, it's a metal record. Yeah. Yeah. Hope Leather is, is a lot of, before the dawn is not metal. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. Before Let me see. Up to me. Yeah. But hold on. Screaming for vengeance with, uh, take these chains and riding on the wind. Yeah. I, I guess I could see what you're saying. I'll tell you one thing though. Bloodstone has an incredible riff. Great. I'm not, well, I, I mean, the riff is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's the stuff that I like. That's really why I like Priest way better than Maiden. I never liked Maiden. To me, Maiden is very, that shuffle and that gallop that they do almost every song, to me, drives me crazy after a while. Priest's guitar players are what set them apart. The riffs and of, of Tipton and, um, what the hell's the other guy's name again? The blonde guy, Aaron? K.K. Downing? K.K. Downing. I was going to call him C.C. <laughs> it killed me. K.K. I know neither one of them are in Priest anymore, really, but God, what a great guitar duo. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Great episode. Again, fun talking about subjects we never really get a chance to go around to. Uh, we'll see what we're going to come up with next week. We'll do Scorpions down the road. Maybe not next week because it's a little reminiscent of this. Uh, Snyder had a, a interesting subject uh the doctor had an interesting subject category uh, today in our text chain. Maybe we'll go with one of these these weeks. Uh, top five favorite priests, <laughs> <laughs> which is an interesting one. I guess I'm assuming he mostly means, you know, fictional priests, but there might be some movie priests, yeah. movie priests or TV priests or yeah. And there's a lot of good ones. Hey, there's a song on Rob Halford's solo album called The One You Love to Hate. And it's a duet with him and Bruce Dickinson. I did not know this. Yeah. How is it? Um, it's all right. The album is great, though. The, what the, year Rob is Rob that? Rob. Is that his, that's not his first solo record, right? Halford? Well, his first, well, he, it's Fight. not his first album. Yeah, yeah. It's right. not his first album without Judas Priest. Right, but Fight was, right. Solo album, yeah. Ah, I don't know it. Nah, I'd, again, I could do it out for a stick. Resurrection. Yeah. It's, it's a real good album. You know what? I'm so curious now. We, we spoke about it briefly. What the hell is on Ram It Down? Because I, I, like I said, I saw that. Ram It Down is right after Turbo? Yeah. Ram It Down, Heavy Metal. Come and get it. I don't know any of these songs. Yeah, Johnny B. Good is on that. Oh, Johnny B. Good is terrible. It's not good. But I can tell you, I remember listening to it back then. I had the Johnny B. Good soundtrack. I think I still have it on vinyl. I would listen to it. Well, all I know is the song. <laughs> go, Johnny! Go, 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 go! Yeah, it was so bad. Oh, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Um, all right, so we still got our merch for sale on Amazon. Type in uh, Joey Casada or Top 5 with Joey Casada on Amazon. All of our merch will, will pop up, our top five t-shirts. We got, I got a Joey Casada t-shirt up there. We got the Ernie 
Ernie uh, t-shirt, which is a hot seller. We're still developing the Doctor t-shirt. Maybe we'll even get a Big Head Billy t-shirt up there one of these days. I'm not sure if it'll fit on the shirt, the size of his head, but maybe we'll get something with the Martian helmet. Uh, but always fun. Send your comments or top five suggestions to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Ernie, what do we got? What are our sponsors this week? Oh, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, well, there's so many, uh, too many to get into right now. Uh, we'll have to do it next week. All right, we'll, we'll cover all our sponsorships next week. Good, good, good uh, advertising, Ernie. That, that'll really keep them on board when we don't mention our sponsors during one of our episodes. Good work. Whoops. <laughs> all right. Again, email top five with Joey at gmail.com. Let us know your feedback. Give us some uh, of your funny stories reminiscent of last week's episode of uh, Ernie's uh, squeals and splatters story. Give us, I always love to hear funny stories like that, but more than anything, I'd love to hear some top five suggestions. What do you guys want to hear? And we'll have another top five contest coming up soon where you can be a member of the top five cast for one episode. Exciting or what? Too exciting. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. See you. Bye.